Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit This Calendar with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 679. For comics originally coming out October the 26th and October the 27th, the final release week in October before we head into our November month. Drew, um, we got all kinds of fun stuff going on. What do you got for me as far as the world of comics goes? Well, we first and foremost, we want to do a shout-out to our newest patron, Dennis Chandler. Thank you, Dennis, for being a patron and supporting us. Um, we appreciate that very much, and because uh, Dennis decided to become a, a patron of our, of our site, he's now um, a, a proud member of our Slack channel, and he gets entered in um, multiple contests. Oh yeah, uh, he's in. He, he's 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 one of the selected new members that win that won the uh, Jenny Frizen pack um, from Eric. If you recall, that was uh, that for what was that for Shadow? Shit, what was that for? <laughs> I can't remember. It was a, the Valiant pack. That was pretty uh-huh. cool. Yeah, so he gets like a three or four uh, comic pack there, and he gets entered in our. Um, our fall giveaways, slab giveaways. yeah, our slab giveaways from Adam Pastory, um, who's decided to give us two more by the for the end of the year. So we're giving away two more CGC nine eights, uh, pulled randomly from our patron list um, on, in November and December. Included in these is Geiger number one, Batgirl fifty, Secret Wars five, the Joker number one, Red Sonia Valentine's Day special. Superman Endless Winter, Catwoman 9, Amazing Spider-Man 21, Marauders 3, uh, and Demon Days X-Men number 1, and Haha number 1. So some mm. great stuff to choose from um, if you if you are so selected. Now, uh, Patriots also get uh, exclusive episodes released and early access to episodes. Um, and... Um, access to our Slack, as I mentioned, um, additional swag, uh, giveaways, contests, and even exclusive access to Drew's little comic project, um, which is pro- panels, uh, pages, and even process stuff down the road. And I might even sign and remarks uh, art prints down the road if there's demand. So we're doing some fun stuff inside the Patreon that you can only get by being a patron. Now, we have some cool stuff. Uh, for our non-patrons and everybody, actually. But before we get into that, Kyle, you have some interesting news that Image has announced based on these supply chain and uh, uh, paper shortages. What is going on? Yeah, I just uh, I ran across an article today as I was scouring some social media sites, and it says Image Comics is informed. I'm reading this off Bleeding Cool at the moment, um, and that's just where I re- initially popped through. There's a couple other people that have said the same thing. Image Comics has informed comic book retailers they will no longer be publishing second, third, fourth printings of any titles as a result of the printing and distribution issues, uh, which we've been covering and talking about quite a bit lately. They stated that Image hasn't they stated the image hadn't been affected but now of course this whole month ago uh, first things first as many of you are now undoubtedly aware the current shipping delays supply and chain crunch and paper shortages are creating nationwide issues across many industries and this is now affecting comics as well 
Every publisher will have a different response to this crisis, but at Image, we're proactively streamlining our releases to reflect these circumstances. Starting now and for the foreseeable future, there will be no second printings of any title. Which Please is, keep this in mind with ordering. So the crazy. good news, as a specker, is get your first prints because people aren't going to be able to get second prints. They're going to have to jump on the secondary market and buy those from us at an inflated price. The negative is we got some really cool things with like our <laughs> yeah. Doctor Who's Ice Cream Man second prints, uh, a lot of the Stray Dog second prints, a lot of creativity went into some of these second prints with yeah. different art things, different collectability there. So we're missing out on that. However, you know, we're going to either see inflated first print runs on stuff because people are like, well, I've got one bite at the apple. Or we're going to see a good secondary market on some stuff that'll pop soon, knowing that you can't jump in late. Yeah. And you know, I carry water for Image Comics and have for uh, the entire run of this show. And um, I, 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 love, I love Image. But let me, let me uh, just um, take the other side here. Um, if you really cared about supply chain issues you would not do multiple variants of of comics then so when your number ones launch um i i, do, I better not see spawn five packs uh, bundles <laughs> on the on the Calabon order list where i can get uh, five different covers for that same issue you know because that's printing too right correct i guess it's really not I no, that, that, I mean that's just you have options when ordering your ones. You yeah. have variety when ordering your ones. Yeah, I take that back. Ones. Okay, I, I I I stood on the hill for about twelve seconds and then got back off of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that doesn't really count. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, just 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 a different cover is not a big deal. But then what? A, I mean, we we got to get away from one in one thousands and one in two thousands because that's where we're overprinting beyond demand. And they're sitting in back rooms mm -hmm. and being balked out. I mean, and, right? And again, this is Image's way of handling supply chain issues, but Image isn't necessarily the biggest. No, but I'm saying we they all do the same practices to some extent, don't they? Mm -hmm. Not well. I mean, sure. No, Marvel's you're not seeing a lot of one and one thousands in Image yeah, books. But yeah, yeah, Marvel's the worst for the overprint and wasting of of comic books. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, I mean, that, that if we want to be responsible, if we want to be responsible consumers and just use what we have demand for, then we would not do those. Send back all your 90s X-Men books to be recycled and printed on <laughs> or, their yeah, paper. Or, uh, heaven forbid, we read comics like they we used to read them on uh, a lesser paper. You know, a re or or use a recycled paper or something. I mean, I it's if it's all about the story, who cares? And we begin banging the drum more for digital as well. And yeah, and and like I, I like I don't care what the page quality looks like for you you suckers that read print. I read digital anyway, so it doesn't matter for me. Like it'll be fine. It'll look good <laughs> on mine. So I guess I guess I don't really have a dog in that fight, and I should stay out of it. There you go. Yeah. Makes sense to me. So, yeah, I think, yeah, this is going to be interesting. We're going to have... Oh, yeah. We're going to have some different fluctuations in pricing. 
based on low print runs, and we'll see how long it lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll get you know once we get that whole China to America pipeline happening again, and we can get the cheap goods, uh, then you know maybe there won't be a problem, and they'll just go back to business as usual. Who knows? This just in: Black Mass Comics has canceled anything over issue two. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> um, so yeah, you might have also noticed that um, I'm the sick one. <laughs> what? How is that even possible? It's not yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, I'm I'm the sick one. So I will try to. I, I'll do a better job of trying to look to avert to mute my mic when I'm coughing, but <laughs> you might hear a couple of them. I'll try not to blow your eardrums out. <laughs> um, but we're going we're to get back into the previews. We're going to finish it up this week. We stopped. We left off at Dark Horse. Um, Kyle, l- we g- let's dig deep and find some Dark Horse love. It's going to take some big dig deep. And yeah. We like to go through some of our previews, kind of give you what our thoughts are, if we're ordering anything. Uh, we went through some of our back half stuff last week. Let's go into our mids, our dark horses, our IDWs and booms and all that stuff and see if we can find anything. I am on page 79 of your floppy previews guide. And we start with the icon from Dark Horse Comics with a four-issue series. No, it's not, it's not? not necessarily for me on this one. Oh, I'm going to say it's... a. Uh... Some kind of Hell- Hellboy connection here. Yeah, I was going to say this looks Mike to be Richardson, a continuation. Jordy, um, a Mongol. Yeah, I'm not going to jump into that one. Nah. Looks interesting. I like the, you know, it looks like we're we're uh, in an earlier time. Yeah. But, yeah. but we have Daisy, a five-issue series by Colin Lorimer and Joanna LaFuente. That's uh, a three ninety nine book. Comes out December eight. A desperate mother's five year search for her missing son leads to the small town of Bremont and to the mysterious Phillips family. Uh, Daisy Phillips, like many teenagers, teenagers has a hard time fitting in, but not only, but not for the usual reasons. Dan, da- Daisy stands eight and a half feet tall and is still growing. Okay, so that's unique, right? Uh-huh. Right. Uh, you you haven't had a, a nearly nine foot person story before, so that that's good. Maybe. It looks like Colin Lorimer is doing the writing, the interior art, and at least one of the covers. So no, okay. five issue series. So it's all about him. Yep. We're still we're still working on Darkham. Or Black Hammer stuff. Mm-hmm. Twelve issue series on this one. We're on issue tw- seven of that. Yeah, feels like it's been a lot longer. May's book, four of five. I thought that was over, but I guess not. Bunch of Hellboy. Yeah, quite a bit of different Hellboy stuff going on. Lobster Johnson <coughs> volumes. Um, now there's a, a Chip Zdarsky trade paperback. With uh, Jason Liu doing art in interiors called the All Nighter. So um, this was originally a digital series. This collects issues one through five of the All Nighter from the Comicsology original digital series in print for the first time. 
do you remember when this happened on Comixology? Was this part of his Substack work or pre-Substack work? Mm, that I'm unaware. Yeah, interesting. Um, it's a high price to sample. I think I, I wish I had like an issue to look at before. You've I never had... ran your mouth about a twenty dollars first trade before, but now you. This is essentially the exact same thing as a twenty dollars first trade. <clears throat> well, no, 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 no. I don't. I mean, I I always love the nine ninety nine trades, right? Mm-hmm. But I I don't mind a fourteen or a sixteen dollar uh-huh. trade. But twenty, I feel, it, for five issues is about what you pay for single issues. So it seems a little high. Correct. Well, yeah. I think you should save money on a trade. Gotcha. Because you're not getting like the single issue experience. Mm-hmm. So it should be less. Like I think sixteen, it should be. It should for five issues, just really kind of top out at sixteen bucks. That's just me. Yeah, I, I understand. I'm with you. <clears throat> um, Masters of the Universe Revelation trade paperback. Um, this is of course the Netflix series. Um, spoiler alert: you're not going to get a lot of He-Man in this. Um, that has caused a lot of online flack. Now, um, used to be a Kevin Smith uh, apologist. You, you a big fan still? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not as into the Masters of the Universe. In fact, I did not watch this iteration. Um, I just hadn't had time, and just it's something that's on my list of things that I want to eventually get to, but haven't gone to. It's um, animated, right? Yeah, animated. Collects four issues of the series and covers... Yeah, it came out. People didn't like it. He cried. There's a lot of that, but um, I still, still very much enjoy my Kevin Smith. Do you? Yeah. He's, I, 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 the, the, the luster is off the rose for me. I don't really enjoy him anymore. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought Red State was phenomenal. That was a good. Um, that was good. Didn't like Tusk. Yoga Hosers was fun. I had a lot of fun with that one, um, and I'm quite looking forward to uh, Clerks Three. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to that, right? Why not? <laughs> One more bite of the apple. If not? they're not going to give me another Mallrats, that would be the next <laughs> best thing. Yeah. Greg Pack is finishing up his Stranger Things 4-issue series. Um, where we have Stranger Things look as close to the Goonies as humanly possible. <laughs> it does. It does. does. Um, yeah, and as I scan through there. I really don't have anything else until we get to... Critical Role Tales of Exandria 304, as we are uh, currently in the precipice of Critical Role, starting its third uh, campaign. Yeah, I don't have much. Yeah. (laughs) Legends of Korra, the art of the animated series, book three, so that's cool um, for you. Legends of Korra and uh, Avatar the Last Last Airbender. Both of you. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> so for my DW, our gem of the month is a Usagi Yojimbo Stansikai trade. That's what we're leading with. It's colorized, I guess that's the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're di- when we get a, um, a Star Wars High Republic Adventures Annual. Also a gem okay. of the month. Charles Soule, Claudia Gray, Justin Ireland... Daniel Jose Older, Caven Scott, all writing on this one. 
So this is every one of the High Republic authors together mm -hmm. uh, writing on one book. 48 um, pages, 8 bucks, join all 5 are authors. Yep. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of neat, I guess. Um, Hopefully this, they're telling original stories. If they're just rehashing stuff they've already done and we don't get any chance of any first appearances, yuck. Yeah. I think we're reprinting the uh, the Rocketeer Artist Edition. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Wish I had the uh, cash and like the coffee table the size of <laughs> that could support these. But it'd be awesome. And friends to, have to come over and show it to. Yeah, friend would be nice. Maybe someday. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> John Lehman rolls out a Bermuda trade paperback. See what he's been doing since um, an all new high adventure. Yeah. Yeah, from John Lehman. Eighteen dollars, hundred twenty-eight pages. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, I guess if that's six, if that's like six issues worth, is that what that is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might have to change, alter my formula in my head. <laughs> Be worth it. Um, Godzilla rivals versus King. Ghidorah, so that's another. Um, that's the Hydra. That's the three-headed. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I don't think I've ever seen a movie. We've with... never been big into the kaiju's, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't on late night theater, in crappy black and white, mm -hmm. you know, I, I I don't think I've seen them. There you go. <clears throat> and we have our all agey version of Godzilla. Yeah. And we then we have an artisan edition of uh, Silver Surfer, John Buscema, and so it's not it's not the artist edition; it's the artisan. So it's like the next level down, I guess, mm -hmm. or a couple levels down where it's not quite as big, not quite as fancy. Still a nice a, examination of the artist's work, but not quite not quite as good. There you go. Drew, you thought since we had a Star Wars High Republic annual that we weren't going to have a regular edition. Well, you are incorrect, sir. We still have issue 11 of Star Wars High Republic Adventures oh. as well as uh, the annual releasing this month. That's interesting. Yeah. Which one would you read first? They're coming out the, the same annual. day. Okay. The annual. Read the annual first? Mm-hmm. Weapon of a Jedi, Star Wars Adventures. Uh, here is a nine ninety nine trade. Yeah, it's about four four books worth, four comics worth. Go. So that's good. I like how they're putting an age on these. These are middle grades. This is uh, geared at ages nine to twelve. Oh, awesome! So we had our theme book for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where we had each individual turtle on their own book. Uh, essentially kind of a best of anthology for them. Right. We also had a, a nice one for Splinter. Now we have Shredder. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the best of Shredder. 100 pages yeah. uh, for $6 with a bunch of Shredder's greatest hits and best featured stories in this. Uh, now, now I know it's been a long time since I watched the uh, Turtles cartoons with you, Kyle. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But don't they each have like different color um, masks? The Turtles, yes. Well, the white. So in one twenty four, why do they all have the same 
mask. Yeah, was, the original turtles were all red. The OGs were all the same color. How did you tell them apart? By their weaponry and their their personalities. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, mostly the uh, the different colorization for the masks came with the uh, TV with, cartoon. With the cartoon, so uh, yeah. yeah, all right. We'll do a little Star Trek. Do a little Transformers. Transformers we'll not give us any art. <laughs> Come on, they could, they could have taken like an old cover. Stuck it on there. We would have, yeah, or just it. give us a big Decepticon symbol or something. Yeah, something. Don't just put a like TBD on there. Yep. Dynamite is usually a difficult one for me. I don't normally have much I do with them, aside from look at cheesecakey covers. Yeah, and we usually don't get as many as we get during the FOC. So yeah. Evil Ernie is back again. Scott Lobdell writing that new iteration. Those are a lot of like. You wonder if there's like a lot of Vampirella baggage that you have to know, a lot of history, or you can just pick up on one of these number ones and be pretty good. Because hmm. I do like Christopher Priest every once in a while, yeah. so I would like to see what his take is on this. But you know, I don't I haven't read much of this stuff. My love for these Rosebesh. Uh, covers for Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Um, I continue to think those are really good. Did you say you're on board for the Evil Ernie? Is that what you said? Cause I just Scott said it was Lobdell. interesting. Yeah. Lobdell writing it. Yeah. And then, like I said, I went down here to Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, number two, and uh, Rose Bash cover B is a very, very well done cover. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I kind of like it. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. NYX. That rosebush, not as good. Eh, not bad. Yeah. It's a $50, so I don't want to uh, uh, recommend really? oh, that ouch. deep. I'll, for cover price, I'll always sure. chef's kiss and enjoy. For 50 bucks, you're an uphill battle. Okay, now, um, what is Pathfinder? Is that a game? Yes, Pathfinder is a uh, a offshoot of uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5e. So Pathfinder is kind of a more simplistic uh, Dungeons and Dragons. No dice. Yeah, yeah, still dice and everything. You just uh, instead of having a movement, an action, and a bonus action per characters, you simply have three actions that you can do anything like that. Um, a lot of the, the the questing stuff and a lot of the loot is kind of simplest simplified down as well. It's just kind of a mo more of a pure uh, strategy. So it's like how D and D used to be back in the day. Yeah, and it's it's built for shorter campaigns to go through the books and do some of these more. Uh, uh, more closed things. Okay. <coughs> ah, you're sick too. Ha ha. <laughs> Just drank incorrectly, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can do by next week. <laughs> so, in Army of Darkness seventy nine number four, the Arthur Sudum book just does not match. That cover does not match what the rest of the themes of Well, the those those are our all, what's-his-face, uh, with the soup can. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear you talking about. Yeah, I'm not Saturday Evening Post, but yeah, it's meant to continue that kind of homage, which they've been doing, and I yeah. just forgotten. Okay, correct. So that this is just the fourth in the line of them. Barbarella in her leg tex leathers. Derek Chu crushing it. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's is that just an independently orderable? Yep, standard cover B. Nope, that's fifty bucks. Oh man, damn, Jesus, that's amazing. <laughs> they, they they do know how to do their incentive covers. Thank you. I don't know if I want to read any of these books, but have <laughs> a pretty cover. James Bond continuing to write in Himaros number three. Mm, Red Sonia. Purgatory. Jennifer Blood. More Vampirella. And down to boom. Buckhead number one, <clears throat> which is written by Shobo Coker and illustrated by George Combatis. It's a thirty-two pager, three ninety-nine. A mysterious and thrilling new series, perfect for fans of Eve and Homestead <laughs> Pilots. Kyle, are you a fan of either? Eve Could you have picked pot. more obscure comparative things? I yes. thought when you compared something, you picked something grandiose that everybody has a little bit of a latch on, and you'd or, be like, aha, or I about, love ice cream. Of course I'm going to do yeah, buck, or Buckhead pick, number pick one. Two, two incredibly good popular books. Yeah. <laughs> Mash those up. Do you um, like Batman? I do. Well, why this one? Instead, they're just like, hey, you ever heard of Homesick Pilots? Which I've heard of, but just, it's not. Yeah. 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 Have you, if you're a fan of this book that sold 500 copies and mm -hmm. this book that sold 1,200 copies, well, this one is probably going to sell about the same. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they did, I just don't think that's a good move. Not a good move, Buckhead. But it does look good. What's it about? I don't even know. Tobo and his newfound friends find a strange video game, a perfect replica of the town and its people. Soon Toba is on the run from Men in Black with his friends brainwashed by microchips. Okay. Okay. Neat. So you take me down to the next page, and we have essentially the, the, the giant spread with the D&D &D party and the health meters like they're in a video game. You got me a little bit on that one. Yeah, that is kind of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very isekai in that, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I can't get a, a grip on what it actually is. Might be worth a sample. Yeah, exactly. Definitely might be worth a sample. Um, Buffy the Van Last Vampire Slayer. Um, Wasn't she one of the first? Uh, no, wow, now she's the last? It's now in her 50s, so it's Old Man Buffy. Oh, yeah. Basically. Wait, is a one-woman fight against the faces of 
forces of darkness who prey on humanity. I wonder how much um, me having never read a Buffy comic mm. would Didn't you take me. me to a drive-in movie to see the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh my god, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Was I drinking? Oh yeah, uh, anytime you drove me anywhere. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That is my kid. Like only remembers like the horrible, horrible parenting that I did. None of the good stuff. Just the horrible stuff. Uh, then we have a Firefly holiday special. I'm gonna go revisit this. Go back to the well. Fantastic. I like the Daniel Warren Johnson incentive cover there with the uh, Christmas lights. Everybody's looking at the different bulbs. Um, <laughs> that is I great. Very much like that one. Yeah. It's an incentive though. How much? How much does that mean? For Boom, I think you have to buy like two and a half. About it, it's yours for eh, five bucks. Yeah, you're good. Ah, Dune, a whisper of Caladan sees number one, just in time for the movie that's just now coming out. So, what what was the other thing? Oh, that was like the House of Atreides or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, have you heard good things about Dune? <laughs> I heard it's very slow, very uh, very easy to fall asleep during oh. some of the lulls. Like three hour movie. Yeah, it's just a kind of a long drawn out. Um, so we shall see. Yeah, I never got. Th- I could never get through the book. I, there you go. I, I read part of it and I was like, eh, boring. Berserker is on seven of twelve as Keanu continues to. Toss those out, and we continue to wait to see uh, when that's going to be a movie. Yeah, exactly. House, House of Slaughter. We got too small. I want to see more of these little other covers. The Werther del Endera cover. Now, is that the same guy that he works with on um, his other book? Something is killing the children. Yeah, I think. Uh, maybe. Oh, there's Eve. There's the Eve that's that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. And you cross it with homes, sick pilots, and you get Buckhead. There you go. Eat the rich, finishing up. I like this. I want. I want. I want to see this in another, as a movie or something. Just keep it going. So this is the final issue of that five issue series. Yeah. So. You're looking forward to here in three or four months when we have Eat the Rich, comma, continue eating or whatever, back for seconds or whatever. They no, I just want to see. It. I just want to see this storyline reinterpreted on Netflix or something. Gotcha. I think it'd be fun, and then maybe revisit it. Sure. Once in future on its twenty-third issue, we only find them when they're dead. Number ten. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, Wind is back. I don't remember finishing the first one. Eek. That's all I got, brother. Is that all of our premier publishers now? Mm -hmm. Is that all we're down to? Holy moly. That's them. What are we going to do... If any Borel, anybody else falls out of image, I don't even know, <laughs> or out of not out of image, but out of uh, previews, it's gonna be it's gonna be slim pickings, man. Yep, it's already slim pickings. Oh well, 
Hey, let's look and see what's hot stuff on cover cover price this week. All right, let's head on over and look at our cover price top ten. Oops, clicked the wrong link. You want? All right, sorry, I'm there now. And at rank ten, we have Marvel Premiere number one from night. 1972, as reported, Will Poulter is confirmed to play Adam Warlock in Guardians 3. This particular book features the origin of Adam Warlock, a new costume, and the first time he is called Adam Warlock. This made 34 copies move on the secondary market, and a CGC 9.2 drew yep. for almost $2,000. Wow. Wow. At Reg 9, we have Philadelphia number 12, the Todd McFarlane cover. While optioned back in 2020, this cover is simply gaining traction due to Todd McFarlane, Farland leading his pen to a title outside of the Spawn universe. This aftermarket simply the aftermarket simply moved fast on this book and sold 22 copies, uh, and we saw a high sale of $100 for CGC 9.8 already, and Rawls going for $41. Most there's a lot of them though that are going for. It looks like a lot of them are just sitting out there for 30 and 40. Settling back down a little bit. Yeah. At rank 8, we talked about this 1976 Eternals. Uh, this was uh, like a $1,000 book when we started this and stuff like that. We've still got 39 copies moving now that the trailer hit. And at a high sale of $3,199 for CGC 9.8, that is $1,000 over the 2200 price. That helped it land on last week, so it is just going up and up and up. Eternals. People really like that trailer. Yeah, very much so. At rank seven, we have Fantastic Four sixty six from nineteen sixty seven. Before Adam Warlock was named, he was simply referred to as him. This issue features the the origin of him before taking on the mantle of Warlock, and you know the one we talked about earlier. Uh, but this still made it move thirty six copies. And a CGC 9.2, what's with all these 9.2s, for almost $1,000, We've talked about this one before at rank 6, Youngblood number 2, the pink logo from 1992. News of Jake Gyllenhaal's casting as Prophet has reignited the market for this first appearance of Youngblood. Uh, $400 for CGC 9.8. Superman, Son of Kal-El number 2, the Inhyuk Lee. Um... This issue features the first appearance of Jay Nakamura, whom DC has shared has shared that Superman's son, John Kent, will explore his bisexuality with uh, in the upcoming issues, specifically issue 5. This variant for Jay's first appearance sold 42 copies uh, and a high sale of $17.40 raw. At... Rank 4, we have Warlock and the Infinity Watch, number 1 from 1992. When it comes to affordable keys for Warlock, this is it. The classic 90s cover was the premiere issue for the Infinity Watch series and was easily found in dollars bins for decades upon decades. With Warlock confirmed for the MCU, it's now worth $35 for a Raw <laughs> and moving 106 copies in the last week. That's our type of back right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> quarter bin fodder 
Superman Sons of Kal-El number one. The news of Superman's son John Kent shook the internet with the news that he's bisexual. Interest in his overall story arc in his new series set fans racing to pick up the first issue, moving 63 copies. A raw going for 38.54. Uh, need thank to dig you. that out. <laughs> yep, thank you, Tom Taylor, for making some quick money there for us. Yeah. At rank two, Misfit City number one. Deadline recently reported that Boom Studios' Misfit City in works at HBO, moving 24 copies on the secondary market. $50 for Raw. And Superman, Son of Kal-El, number two. As noted, this first appearance of Jonathan Kent's new love interest, Jay Nakamura, is on fire this week, moving 92 copies. High sale, almost $35 for Raw. This issue should continue to see increases over the next several months. At rank 11, we have We Live, number one, from Aftershock. Uh, This Eisner-nominated series around the extinction of humanity except for 5,000 children, is a fan favorite. And it's been hot since it was first released in 2020. Very cool. Uh, 22 copies and a high sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. At rank 12, another Superman, Son of Kal-El number 2. Uh, this is the Sam Basri Suicide Squad variant. At rank 13, we have Venom Lethal Protector number 1. Um, this continues to get heat from... Uh, the Venom movie. We have a high sale of two hundred bucks for a CGC nine eight version of this one. Um, <clears throat> rank fourteen, another Superman, Son of Kal El, number one. Uh, Twenty one copies, high sale of one hundred for a CGC nine eight. At rank fifteen, we still have Moon Knight number three, hey. which is the first Hunter's Moon appearance. Forty six copies continue to move, and a high sale of sixteen bucks for a raw copy. Uh, rank 16, we have Avengers 350 from 1992, uh, the first appearance of Dane Whitman and Cersei's romance, as hinted upon in the Eternals trailer. Uh, so it sold 20 copies and had a high sale of 20 bucks for a raw copy. Really reaching, reaching. For yeah, I was going to say, there. we are just going with spec- yeah, trailer yeah. speculation now. Yep. Um, at rank 17, we have Spawn number 1 from 1992. Still selling 31 copies and a high sale of 220 for CGC <laughs> so, so you could have easily picked these up for a quarter, found the best one, ended up with a CGC 9.8 with a total of probably 30 bucks in it, right? For the yeah. long for for decades of pulling in, <clears throat> yep. and you're now snagging 220 for it. And it was 300 not that long ago, remember? And it was 300 not too long. Yes, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that kind of thing. It's great. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 361 from 1992, the first Carnage, 27 copies, high sale of 770 for a CGC 9.8, and that's one you could have got out of the dollar bin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amazing Spider-Man 76 from 2021 uh, comes in at rank 19. Uh, this is I just read this. Uh, Peter Parker fights for his life in a hospital bed, and he gives his blessing for Ben Riley to take the mantle of Spider-Man. Also unknown how long his status quo will last. It does seem like Ben will have the title for a while to come. So collectors jumped on this issue to see where the story goes. Sold 40 copies. Had a high sale of a uh, double cover, basically. 11 bucks for Raw. And at rank 20, finishing it out, Fantastic Four 67 from 1967. Uh, this is more Warlock stuff. This one sold 22 copies. 
and had a high sale of $1,099 for a CGC 8.0. For just an 8? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, now I think, Kyle, it is time for us to explore some FOC action. Yeah, we've looked at the things that uh, could have made us money and what's flying on the aftermarket. Uh, now that we've done a little bit of previews world, let's see about the things that are coming out a little bit sooner that we still have the ability to change our orders on. Of course, your things that are uh, from your DC books are due uh, on Sunday if you're ordering for FOC. Uh, Monday, and stuff, Marvel, too. Marvel, Marvel and, and DC are both due on Sundays now, I think. Marvel and DC, both. Very cool. Um, and then the rest of your stuff on Monday. But we got to make sure we're checking these things out. Drew and I will run through the FOC and see what we can find. We start in our DC offerings. Just gorgeous um, Batman 117 covers. I, mean, I, like, I like all of them. Uh, the Rose Besh is neat. It's like uh -huh. a... What is that, like a video game on the cover, basically? Is that For what which that one? is? Uh, the Rose Besh 1 in 25 Retro Gamer Cardstock variant. For what what title? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Batman 117. Oh, 117. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, but you know the the Jorge Molina cardstock is really nice too. Really cool concept. I like that. Absolutely. Batman Secret Files: The Gardener. Be curious to see that one. It's a one shot. Mm -hmm. Looks like a good one. Soul Plumber with a second print. What is it? Which one? Soul, a DC Horror presents Soul Plumber number one. Oh, it went to a second printing. Yep, got a second print on that one. Uh, Catwoman 37, that's the Jenny cover B, the Jenny Frizen cardstock variant. We have been seeing some Jenny Frizen heat. People chasing her stuff down. Speaking of heat, Robin's number one, Babstar doing her uh, typical Babstar thing with the cover B on that one. I haven't got there yet. Oh, yeah. Robin's number one, Babstar. Oh. Jeez. We got our Nightwing cheesecake. Yeah, so this is that. This is the winner of the contest, right? The yes, yes. Round robin. Mm -hmm. Then it was Rob. Robin's won the round robin. Hell, okay. <laughs> yeah. Refrigerator full of heads. <laughs> Love that cover B. Tiffany Terrell cardstock. That's fantastic. Yeah, it looks like something out of Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Really great stuff. high hopes for that series. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. They really do pull out the stops on these Suicide Squad King Shark covers, too. They all look really good. Give everybody a chance to draw shark stuff. Definitely yeah. going to want to do that. Nice House on the Lake is getting really interesting. Uh, we're about halfway through the book. Kim Kira so curious to see where this thing goes. A lot of down good stuff. In, down into some of our scout books. 
Murder Hobo Chaotic Neutral 3. I just like to say the title. That's all I wanted. <laughs> That's true. And we have Third Wave 99, number one. So this, uh, you've read, uh, you've read fencing books and roller derby books, Drew. But yeah, have you I met, have. Have you uh, done a uh, surfing book? <clears throat> no, not, I, I would if it was if it was from Boom. <laughs> so, Scout. It, it does say mature readers on it. Well, maybe Scout. Maybe. Um, and we have our Baywatch cover, which is our one in ten. Um, and I did like the nineties. I mean, that's when I peaked. So. There you go. <laughs> Dark Horse with only four offerings. Yeah. Image. I can't. Uh, deep Beyond, I mean, pretty much could have ended last last issue. I can't believe we've got three more issues to go on what, <laughs> what we're going to do. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, the local comic shop day variant for um, Walking Dead 27. The foil, foil version of the Governor yeah. book. Super tempting. Yeah. Super tempting. Yeah. I might bucks, have to get that one. Yeah, I'm, I, it'd I'm, probably be more than that. I might have to dip back in on that one. Yeah. Well, I was going to say there's one, two, three, four, five, six already, plus that one, seven. Issue 27s. Now he doesn't even have it on here. What? That one. The LCS. Yeah, it's it's. If you're looking at the very first 27, it's five up. Oh, it's up there. Okay, there it is. Yep. How much is it? Five dollars. Yeah. I might do it. I might pull the go. trigger on that one. X Force Kill Shot Anniversary Connecting. Cover A one. This is where uh, Liefeld has given each character their own cover and then connected them. A um, lot of Liefeld. So if you like Liefeld at all, this is the place to find him. That's really nice. Anything of interest on any of the covers for any of the Star Wars books? I don't really see anything that jumps out at me. And then we also have Death of Doctor Strange. We have White Fox number one. I don't know if there's going to be anything in this White <coughs> Fox number one that we haven't seen. Um, guest starring Swordmaster and Tiger Division as yeah, well. Yeah, White Fox was in the Black Cat book. Yeah, I was going to say, we've seen her before. Thought, I thought we killed him all. It was a, is it a woman? I thought it was a guy. Looks like a chick to me. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that. Venom. John Boy Myers Venom. Local comic shop day book. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to get that. <laughs> Star Wars Crimson Rain number one Warriors Dawn 
Yeah, with the Star Wars Crimson Rain, we talked about this before. Um, it's just coming out of the Bounty Hunter books. Kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. All the X-Force uh, kill shot uh, specials have really nice covers. You can pick your favorite. Yeah, well, we got the first connecting ones up there. And then we've got these ones down here. I'm not sure why they're split. As one of them, like a local comic shop day version or something? Yeah, that's what I'm not sure. But a lot of cool covers. Yeah, that giant size black cat looks pretty cool, too. One of the covers she has the Infinity Gauntlet on. I'm curious what they're doing there. It's pretty neat. Here we have Eat the Rich number four of five into the boom stuff. You're done with marble. Yep. It's anything in diamond dynamite you saw? No. Mm -mm. Same old, same old. And you're done with boom. Ooh, Master, Magic Master of Metal. What is that? Magic the Gathering. Who's doing this one? It's not Jed McKay, is it? Scott Mergrid. Orcs getting collected. Yeah. From Vault Comics, we have Radio Apocalypse Number One. Long after the rock out of space struck the world and turned it all to dust, in Bakerstown stands the last radio station on the planet. Radio Apocalypse broadcasting into the unknown, a beacon in the dark for those who wander the lost places. Now change, now change is coming to Bakerstown. Among the refugees flocking into the already precarious settlement, an orphan day Ryan, caught in an indiscretion, with twine his will twine his fates with the radio station, and in doing so, begin this mixtape of love and heartbreak, and interminable hope. The soundtrack yeah. to the end of the world. Do you think we got any heat left in? Uh <clears throat> the third issue of Gun Honey. Oh heck yeah! I saw the fourth issue too, so yeah, keep Gun Honey in. <laughs> Where is Gun Honey? Which one was it? I saw. We got a second print of two with the limb. Yeah, that's my cover. So we got a second print of my cover. Don't give up on Gun Honey just yet. Mm. 
Wild Bullets is a uh, Source Point Press book by Chris Wright. Uh, first issue of a three-issue series. It looks like a um, Thanksgiving-style dysfunctional family book. Mm -hmm. Could be interesting. All right, Drew. This is the point of, of the FOC where I ask, what is the book that you have to add? What are you going to get? Um, can I pick the local comic shop day Walking Dead Deluxe 27? You sure can. I'm going to pick I, that one. I will, well, you won't let me do one in 25, so never mind. So much. There's so much there. Yeah, there's all kinds of good stuff. Let's see here. I am going to go... See, I don't like any of the gun honeys that well to pick which cover. You always go refrigerator full of heads. Yeah, I do like that. But yeah, let's do that. Refrigerator full of heads cover B. Or your uh, half naked Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Liquid sex Nightwing. Yeah. Did you decide? Yep, we're going to go basket full of heads. Cover B? Cover B. Refrigerator full of heads, sorry. Yes, sorry. Not basket anymore. <coughs> we got room for a whole refrigerator of them. All right, let's slide over to our hot ten from CBSI. Yeah, and of course their number one book, Avengers two thirty two. No shock here. Nine point eight sales of seven hundred dollars, and then nine fifty. This was less than a hundred dollars two months ago. Come on, people. There is no way these buyers are legit, are they? Forty to fifty dollars for a raw as well, and this was literally a five dollar book. So, Adam Warlock, man. At rank two, we have the Gunslinger Spawn number one, Todd McFarlane signed variant, limited to one thousand one hundred and ninety-one. Going between five fifty and six fifty, not a shock to anyone. I love McFarlane as much as the next guy, but honestly, what is the fascination with signed Todd McFarlane books? At rank three, we have She-Hulk number six from two thousand and six. Another of these Star Fox books. This one jumped from cover price to thirty to forty. What is going on? No one even cared about this character. I guess fanboys have more Harry Styles posters on their walls than we would have thought. So is Harry Styles going to be Star Fox in something? I guess. That sounds like what the deal is. It's interesting. At rank four, we have Gun Honey number one, second print. Already over $25. Was it? Is it about this series that is making people pay premium? It's not like we haven't seen these types of covers before. Is it the story? 
Is it just speculators? Please, somebody explain. We haven't seen these type of covers before, though, because <clears throat> the, um, you know, if you're talking about, like, the scantily clad dynamites mm -hmm. and stuff, these aren't those. These are crime noir looking damsels in distress. Yeah, it's just kind of like rags when it popped. It's more of a throwback to old school comics and, you know, pulpy comics, you know. I, I don't think it's at all what we've seen before. There we go. So it is something new, something different, and enough to get your teeth sunk into. Something is Killing the Children Hardcover Slipcase Edition. This was pre-selling on eBay for around $50 to $60. Now it is live and commanding between $125 and 150 or more. It's good to see something that's killing the children back on this list. I do have a question on these hardcovers of trade paperbacks. What is the best way to store them? At rank 6, we have Shazam 28, The Rock, Black Adam... Match made in heaven. I think so. The Rock isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but he is pouring his heart and soul into this film. I think this is a good sign. Finally, getting that teaser is a big deal for the DCEU. A 9.8 selling for seven grand, 9.0 for a thousand, a 9.2 for thirteen hundred. These are all all-time highs. Amazing Spider-Man 569, written by our boy Dan Slott. Anti-Venom has been sought after for a while. Now I guess he, guess he is in full motion. Raw copies are over 100, and a 9.2 graded sold for over 100, which is double the previous high in that grade. Still like the Grand Isle cover as a long-term play. Um, from DC, we have Uncharted number one, written by Joshua Williamson. The trailer dropped this week. Let us know what you think. Prices rose from around thirty dollars to over sixty. Even the trade paperback will run around sixty to seventy-five. Count me as one who is looking forward to this movie. Sucker for an action adventure flick. Phoenix Song Echo number one, Oscar Vega one and twenty-five variant. Now between forty and fifty dollars. Now this is a crazy looking cover. It took me a bit just to even figure out what the heck is going on on it. Is it the flavor of the week? Not sure. Only eleven current listings. So if these get scooped up, the price may go even higher. Well, this this came out. Yeah. Oh man, I don't even recognize it. I don't even recognize it from the like FOC cycle or anything. Huh. Mm -hmm. Weird. And at rank 10, we have Ghost Rider, number 33 from 2009. Was a $40 and $50 book now, over 75 I don't hate this book, as there are a bunch of first appearances. I don't like that it went up because one of the bottom feeder websites said that one of the Ghost Riders will be in Doctor Strange 2. I really wish someone was keeping stats on these sites and seeing how often their garbage reporting actually sticks to the wall. Wow. He's, yeah. he's, he's Shots fired. Angry. And honorable mentions, Black Adam Endless Winter Special Number 1, the Jock Variant. Brendan Peterson and Marco Satucci on Art Internal. Rising in price from 25 to 30, up to now 40 to 50. After the teaser trailer at DC Fandom, another one of these long-awaited trailers 
Can you smell what the rock is cooking? I am kind of excited about that. Hey, there you go. And our honorable mention, Baffling Mysteries number 8. Wow, a 6.5 sale for 3600 this week. May not have seen a, too much of extravagance, but the all-time high in any grade for this book was a 4.0 that went for just $550 this summer. Whoever bought the 7.0 for 515 years ago is getting a slight return on their investment. This cover is stunning, to be honest, especially the Lizardmen Mohawks, way ahead of their time. No, yeah, so yeah, 15 years ago, the 7 a 7.0 went for 50 bucks, not five. Oh, 50, sorry. Yeah, if that's right. Eventually. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I love I love this that sort of thing. Those those are really nice. Oh, now it's time to um, let's take a look at what's coming out this Wednesday, I think. Yeah, it's time for our sneak peek at next week. Let's head on over. We start with our good friends at Lunar and look and see what we can find there. Here we are. And let's start there. Batman Fortnite Foundation number one. We got a one-shot Fortnite book here, Drew. Yeah. So not only do you need this for the storyline... Need for the code, but I gotta right? get it for the code for uh, to get uh, Batman Who Laughs outfit. Oh wow, yeah. that one's pretty dope. We gotta do that. That's pretty neat. Um, we got Aquaman, Green Arrow, Deep Target, first issue. I kind of like this team up. You know, I, uh-huh. see, I, I think I want to see how that goes. I'm, I'm interested in that one. No, your kid doesn't care which cover he gets because he just, he just wants the code, right? Just wants the code. Just wants the digital character. Nice. DC versus Vampires, number one. There is a nice Matina cardstock cover B. That is gorgeous. Derek Chu continues to draw a good Harley with that cover B. Phantom Star Killer, number one. The fourth glow in the dark um, action figure variant it looks like yeah and I definitely like this Robin number 7 I just like the cover A with Robin reading the book yeah that's a great one I think it is a really good one I think that might pick up some interest mm-hmm Of course, I picked Robin before, and it did not did not <laughs> take off. Um, Task Force Z might do something. Uh, see what Rosenberg is basically Rosenberg's um, take on uh, zombie superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. See if he's got any of that Tom Taylor magic. There you go. I really like that Jamal Campbell cover B for Wonder Girl. Over Joel Jones? Yeah, I, I just I, something about it draws me. Well, it is good. Mm-hmm. From Black Caravan, from Scout Comics, we have Swamp Dogs, number one. J.M. Brandt and Theo Prasidis. 
They came from the swamp, the scummiest squad of Confederate soldiers brought back to life by powerful voodoo magic. So, Confederate soldiers brought back to life. I remember us talking about that. It sounds pretty mm-hmm. rad, actually. Yeah. Anything else from our lunar distributed products? No. Let's head Gonna on be- over. Oh, sir, go ahead. No, I was just, I was already in an image and I was looking at all these ants. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't think there's going to be much interest in this book. But. Yeah, I don't get why this was re-released or released in the first place, really. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. King Spawn number three. Sweet Paprika four. Nina Hall's Nightmare Blog, number one. Written by Rodney Barnes. From the universe of Philadelphia Comes a terrifying new tie-in horror series by acclaimed Marvel writer Rodney Barnes and fan favorite Spawn artist Jason Sean Alexander. So if you enjoy these out of Philadelphia, follow over to that. Primordial, number one with the second print as this issue two comes out. This is, of course, about the monkeys and dogs and everything shot into space during yeah. the space race. Um, somebody die in Walking Dead 25? Why do we got five covers? Uh, I mean, we got a, a big battle. All kinds of good stuff. I just don't understand why we're ramping up covers for 25. I don't think there's anything special. It's always something special. Yeah, that's true. Hell, you're right. Anything down in Dark Horse? Probably not. Mm-mm. Never seems to be for us. Same IDW. Yep. Nothing, nothing doing. How about Marvel? Come on, Marvel. I um, am reading these Beyond storyline and Amazing Spider-Man with all the new writers. Uh-huh. And uh, not bad. I'm enjoying it. Not, uh, I don't... I mean, I usually don't like it when you get rid of the, the guy and put mm-hmm. a new person in. But it's okay. It's it's done well so far. Two the two issues I've read, maybe three, um, and so I've enjoyed it. But it, I think it's like a nineteen part story or something. So I'll probably get sick of it by the time <laughs> it wraps up. I love Star Wars Bounty Hunters IG eighty eight number one. Um, that should be fun because I love a book about a robot who hates people. You would like um, Not All Robots by Mark yeah. Russell. That's a good comic. Similar plot. Mm. Yeah, kind of. Very cool. Um, Moon Knight 4 looks good. I like the Stormbreakers cover. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and... Uh, Tiger on the cover of that one? That's awesome. That's awesome. I haven't seen her since the... West Coast Avengers. Hmm. 
That you're right about that IG88 though. That's mm-hmm. that looks pretty good. House of Slaughter number one. So this is uh, if you're doing something that's killing the children, yeah, you got to do House of Slaughter. It's just kind of how it works. Yeah, for sure. And this is the one we got the uh, free comic book day version of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think it has a chance to be as big? New. No. In the sec- I didn't realize Deadbox went back to a second printing. That's cool. For uh, Vault. Merlin and Hector number one from Red 5 Comics. Before King Arthur, before Camelot, before Excalibur, there was Merlin the Swineherd, a young man of an unexceptional past who has never heard of magic. Merlin is looking at a life of hard work and small comfort until his farm uh, is attacked one night by a rampaging monsters. Looks like we're relaunching Harbinger again for Va- from Valiant. Mm. This time with Jackson Lansing and Colin Kel- Kelly on the first issue. Might be worth checking out. See how they do. I haven't read much Harbinger. So we can come in with a fresh look on the take. See what it's like. Number of pop pop star assassins are we on? Is that the first issue? Mm, yeah. Yeah, look I like to look at that. During um FOC. Winchester Mystery House number one. Thought to be one of the most haunted places in the world, the Winchester Mystery House is much more than an architectural wonder. Bah, ha, ha. Suicide Jockeys gets its third issue with their Top Gun homage cover B. For which one? Um, <clears throat> Suicide Jockeys number three. Suicide Jockeys. Ah, Top Gun. Yeah, I like I like that. Very cool. It did good work with those. All right, Drew. What's your pick of the week? This is the point where I ask you what you got to tell me. What is the one book to make sure you have in your I I am so Long box. I have so many choices. I am I'll give you mine. 
Okay. I'm, I'm heading back to, to Lunar. I'm heading back to uh, to our good friends at Scout Comics, and I am going to Swamp Dogs number one. It just sounds interesting. Swamp Dogs number one. That's a good one. That's yep. a good one. I was I was I was at I was looking at Task Force Z, mm-hmm. and I was looking at that Robin, uh, where he was reading he read himself. I love yep. the meta. Oh, yeah. I love the meta. I love that a lot. But I really like this pop star assassin thing too. I think that's kind of cool. Um. I think I'll go with that. I think I'll go with... I haven't done a BMS in a while, so... Ah, there you go. I'll go Popstar Assassin number one. I'm going to go cover B. The Mark Cello Basili cover. Um, it's like that homage to like a Grindhouse uh, movie poster. Pretty Can't slick. beat that. Yeah. All right, you've got our peaks, picks, or sneak peek at next week picks. You've got our FOC picks. We want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through the books that you need to have and we talk about the books that are already spiking on the secondary market. Uh, all of our things and links and everything can be found at patreon.com. Comics for fun and profit there. And we are on the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, and anywhere else. So we hope to see you guys in the comic box shops for Drew and for myself. See ya. <laughs>